From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Mm. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewing, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Visit them and try out their new beer, Silk Mill Oatmeal Stout, starting on October 13th. And don't forget bingo every Thursday at six and yoga and beers on Saturdays. Uh, I'm excited to try that new uh, that new stout. Yeah, uh, I'm not, but uh, I am excited to try uh, try it for you. You always be, be bringing uh, IPAs on the pod, so uh, happy to happy to try it out for. I mean, you know, if it, if it's as good as all of uh, Mayday's other beers, though, I mean, it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, I, I you know when I was talking to Sass and we forgot to talk about this, you know, Mayday is the official beer. Uh, of the podcast for all of those listening at home we do not yet have an official wine or an official <laughs> malt liquor <laughs> or an official liquor uh so you know just keeping that in mind i'm not a seltzer yeah. guy but we don't have an official one of those either we i'll gotta, drink it we gotta anything. get on with mad dog 2020 they seem like oh. the liquor for us <laughs> oh that is yeah that's it. I'll be reaching out to their reps. Uh, yeah, official <laughs> official food. We do not have an official food yet. I'm, I'm just throwing this out yeah. there for somebody at home that's listening. So I'll be reaching out to Taco Bell. Yes, <laughs> please do. Or cookout. Yeah. Prefer- Every Tuesday, we got Mayday, Mad Dog, and Taco Bell. That Our lives it. will spiral. That is it. <laughs> and Boone's Farm. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. We're clearly a Franzia podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, today we've got our Pacific Division preview, uh, so we're excited for that. Uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. How are you this week, bud? Uh, pretty good. Beach was awesome, uh, as you can expect. It's it's the beach. Uh, got drunk and spent way too much money, as you can expect. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> much pretty much just lived uh, my best life this uh this past week how about you how about you man what you Good, got going man. on we uh my mom did a nice little barbecue she uh at her new house and first time using the grill for like something like that and it was delicious nice nice so that was awesome you know had a we had a boston butt in the freezer that we had to uh had to use uh and other than that just hung out watching football yeah i did watch a lot of football yeah. um well on sunday on the ride home i you know i'd driven up to pennsylvania and back and then I had two days where I didn't drive and then drove down to Panama. We got about an hour outside of, you know, I kind of got us out of the, the city and, and you know, went to Whataburger that morning. And, dude, I was just beat. And Stephanie was like, yeah, I'll drive for you. And I was like, that is so perfect. Yeah. I mean, I, I it was going to it was literally going to going to be 2000 miles in like seven days and yeah. so i was just i was so happy I, I sat and watched red zone on the way home and ah it was glorious man yeah. so i didn't even really miss any football 
Pretty good weekend gambling too. I had a pretty good weekend. Well, I didn't. I don't think I gambled all this weekend. I was, you know, just kind of. I did the promos the first week and kind of haven't gone back. But this weekend we're driving out to Atlanta, the wife and I, uh, for a Washington versus Atlanta game. Oh yeah, we got a, a beer fest. Yeah, this then, Friday. Uh, yeah, Friday we do that, and then I got to wake up the next morning and drive to Atlanta, so that should be fun. Luckily, yeah. the wife is. That was the deal because the wife's driving back because we're leaving immediately after the game. On Sunday, so she's dropping back after the game because I will probably have a few beers at the game. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. a few beers. This is uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium is the one with like regular prices yeah, too. That, I yeah. mean, so that's awesome. That's uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. So, but all right, let's jump straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Preseason hockey has started. The season is closing in, and we will have everything you need all season long. I think last season we kind of talked about possibly doing a uh, maybe like a Friday or Sunday wrap up on Zoom. Maybe we'll we'll discuss that, bring you guys some extra content. But I'm super excited for this. I think we don't we have not done our official predictions yet, have we? Or have we? I don't know. No, no, we have not. So probably um, maybe next week we will. Uh, well, maybe next week. Yeah, next week is I think the last episode before the season begins. So maybe do we'll just do our regular episode since we have another division to preview, and then right after we can just record a quick, yeah, thirty minute prediction, fifteen twenty minute segment uh, that we can we can release separately. Yeah, I mean instead instead of boosting up the the regular pod. Yeah, because we've also got fa- we got fantasy. Uh, uh, beginning next week as well. So yeah, we'll do that. We'll do the prediction show. Um, Kirill Kaprizov signed last week, uh, right after we recorded. Um, he signed right uh, prior to training camp. He's got a five-year, $45 million contract. They needed him. Uh, yes. And he, yes, they did. Yeah, and even if he had been late, you know, a lot of times it shows that when players hold out and they're late to training camp, they suffer in the regular season and a slow start for Cap- Kaprizov means a slow start for the wild. Well, he's a, he's a Russian. Uh, is he even train? Do they even train? <laughs> I think they drink. Right. I mean, you can do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to be in game shape. He had vodka at the house, yeah. but a uh, slow start for him probably means a slow start for the wild and a slow start in that uh, division is not great. Cause outside of, you know, Colorado, a lot, you know, everyone in that second tier are kind of, you know, on the same level, and you don't want to get behind in that division. Um, yeah, especially to a couple of teams that can be could be dangerous if they get they get up ahead um, early. I oh, go ahead and read this last one, and then I was the twenty twenty two Winter Classic at Target Field in Minneapolis is to be played at night. It will be the first time it's been played at night. Oh, oh, man, so I wish we could go. Sick. Oh, that's so sick. We can't. We can't do it, Bob. As much as I'd love to, we can't do it. We're go- anyway. We're going to Columbus. Columbus. Sorry. Well, hold on. So how? F- I mean, I bet tickets from Columbus to Minneapolis are cheap, and it's like that's. I mean, we could probably just run. Yeah, just jog up. I mean, honestly, it is. What's the Uber prices from yeah, Columbus? I, I, it's irresponsible of us not to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll follow. We'll, 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 let, we'll let you guys know. We'll let this settle for a little bit. We'll let bit. you guys know. Um, but I was going to say, oh, you, uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, yeah, the Kings uh, jersey uh, is to be retired by the Rangers on January 28th. Uh, you know, well-deserving. Probably probably one of the greatest Rangers to ever play the game. Yeah, that's a, that's a tall order. I mean, he's obviously 
don't get me wrong, he's great and he's amazing, but there's been some uh, pretty solid Rangers over the years uh, for sure. But uh, well deserved, most certainly. I'm, I mean, gotta love Hank, right? Yeah. I put my money where my mouth was last week. Uh, got futures bets on the Islanders to win the cup. And I also went with uh, do the Penguins make the playoffs? I, I got no. I got I got so got a little little positive money on no. It was plus two fifteen for them to not make the playoffs. I feel like that's good. That was good price yeah. for you know they may make the playoffs and I may be wrong, but I mean that's good good money if you can get it I for mean, sure hundred um, percent. All right, so we're, let's move outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Rough start for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, I mean, definitely. Here's a thing that, it's not that they looked; they haven't looked horrible. It's just you know, lat, you know, this past week, the, they didn't look like them. No, for sure. Patrick Mahomes didn't look like himself. I think he's finally. I mean, I'm not saying he's back, but all those plays that everybody's saying oh, they're going to catch up to him. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of dumb interceptions, like. It's. It just seems like they had that game. Lot now that is to take nothing away from from Herbert. Herbert is yeah. looking good. Mike Williams is looking the, healthy. The Chargers defense looked good. Chargers defense looked good. Really intriguing play calls right there at the end to give the Chiefs a chance. Yeah. Why not run it down? And kick a field goal. I was not. I mean, it worked out for him, I guess. Yeah, but it I was very, that, yeah. very intriguing. I mean, 30 seconds is enough time. Just ask San Francisco. I mean, but we actually had two NFL records this weekend. Uh, one that should not have happened. And it's one of the most dope, you know, uh, records that, that can be broken in the, the field goal uh, kick from Justin Tucker. Yeah, I saw that one 66 yeah. yards. But that play shouldn't Amazing. have happened. Shouldn't have happened. There was a delay of game the 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 time before, and I just thought that they didn't have, they didn't reset the TV clock, and then the the. But it was like five or six seconds. Yeah, I remember saying it listening was to it, like, the, it play was before, loud. and I hear that I hear the TV, the announcers go, "Play cock at zero. and it's like one, two, yeah. three, snap, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, it was it was a good bit. I mean, it should not have happened, but uh, obviously. A 66-yard field goal is impressive. Yeah. Impressive. And then uh, we had a 109-yard uh, missed field goal return. Yeah, which ties Jamal, third. Yeah. yeah Technically, because I mean, that's no, you can never have. get it. Yeah, you can never yeah. get any longer than this. So, I mean, that's why yeah. it's every time it happens, it's a record. One thing I did, I was thinking it's funny because that re- missed that return was off of a 68-yard field goal attempt. Yes. And I was thinking, I was like, imagine if he had made that. Justin Tucker kicks his field goal, goes to the uh, locker room, like, I'm I'm the leader. And then yeah. he gets locked in, like, they're like, oh, you actually don't have the record. It's like, <laughs> dude, that was super dope. You are... And uh, you are number two, but <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he would have known because that would have happened before. I thought it was like, I, was it not both the noon kickoffs? I they were both noon kickoffs, but one was yeah. before half but, and one was the yeah, end of the game. But he might not have, you know, been told about it, you know, right away. Well, I'm sure that the kickers are just hanging out. Kicker, and that would kicker have been, group chat. Yeah. I mean, they're, he's on the, he's on the, on the GC over on the <laughs> sideline. He's got his feet kicked up, you know, he's stretching or whatever they do. <laughs> Uh, I would imagine it would have been announced at um, 
Ford Field, though, right? It would it would have. I don't know. I mean, it would have definitely been up on like. In a, in I mean, a different they, game, a, a different game. Yeah, like you know, they show highlights at NFL Maybe. games. You know, yeah. like you see a record, like the one of the bigger records in the. Like it would be like if t- when Tom Brady passed that fifty. You know, when he passed fifty touchdowns and broke the record, you would imagine had to imagine. Uh, you would have had to have imagined that they would have shown that at games. Probably. If it happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's a pretty big record. Maybe he wouldn't have, though. I don't know why we're arguing about whether <laughs> whether or not Justin Tucker would have been would have been privy to the. <laughs> um, yeah. So a couple of a couple of cool plays. Lots of, you know, I'll tell you and I love it. Lots of teams going for it. Yeah. And finally, we got some. Football, like, yeah. why are you punting it on your forty, yeah. dude? One thing I, uh, well, I did find funny. So I was watching the uh, Matt Prater kick attempt his uh, field goal at sixty-eight yards, and I remember I'm sitting there with uh, my wife and my mom, and I'm like, he ain't making this. He ain't making this. I mean, it's Matt Prater. He ain't no Justin Tucker up there, or right. or, or, or he, he, he used to be, yeah, Matt Prater. But yeah, now, now he's, he's just, just like, Matt Prater. You know, he's a great field. And then he misses kick. it, and I'm like, yeah. And then Justin Tucker makes it. And I'm like, I called it. Like I felt really good because I just because you had mentioned Justin <laughs> yeah. Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> well, and he missed an easy chip shot yeah. earlier that game, so you know that had to had to feel good. Lions, Lions are had a, had a couple of rough goes of it. I think they are looking for fairly okay for yeah. what they've put on the fi- what yeah. for what they have. They're still the Lions, though. Oh I mean, no, yeah. no, I'm not. Telling I will you. say, and you know, what? I'm going to save it for for what snapped my stick because okay. I just thought of it and I was struggling to find one today. Uh, but anyway. Um, it's about that time of year. The annual tradition of the AP poll voters overvaluing Notre Dame, and I say this as a Notre Dame fan. Uh, they've had. Is anybody they, really a Notre Dame fan, though? I mean, you're kind of just born with it, and you just stick it out. Yeah, it's like Maybelline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's very clear. This happens every every year. So in my entire life, they start the season after a rough. Uh, you know, end of the prior season, usually in the playoffs or a bowl game. You know, they either what happens is one year they have a really good uh bowl game against you know maybe like a I don't know Nebraska or something. The next year, like oh, we'll give them a better bowl game against like an SEC team. Then they get demolished or they make the national championship well, and get blown out. You, yeah, I mean, bowl games don't get given like that though. It's the the team or the whoever's hosting the bowl picks. It's like yeah. a draft. Well, yeah, but I mean, then Notre Dame gets to pick, you know, if they get invited to like 18, 20 bowl games, I think Notre Dame gets to choose which one they get to, they want to go to in that. I don't situation. think it, I don't know. I don't think it works like that. It's, I know. I know it's like that a, with small, I know with like MTSU, they got invited to four bowl games and they got to say, it's like we're going to pecking go to, order. We're going to go to the Hawaii one because a bunch of our players have never been to Hawaii. Like, yeah, that's it's like not, the pecking order thing. So though. obviously with Notre Dame, they're not getting invited to the, you know, some outback, something. Yeah, they're getting invited it, to like, you know, a peach bowl. It and, might be like the, but what, well, see, the thing is, it's like the possible options because some like the Rose Bowl, unless yeah. it's the national championship game, it has to yeah, be like a, a Big, Big Ten, Ten and yeah. a Pac-12 team. Has to I've, be. Okay, so I thought I was – I remember like two years ago that rule is correct for everyone except Notre Dame. That Notre Dame kind of gets like a free pass where if they are a high – if they like – yeah. like if like I mean, a Big maybe, Ten – like if, they, if a Big team, Ten team gets in and they're like number five – and there's no whatever the other uh, requirements supposed to be at around their level, and Notre Dame's like number six. They'll ha- they can have Notre Dame in there, it's which is one of those n- another one of those Notre Dame exceptionalists kind of thing where it's like oh they get another pass. But yeah, I, but anyway, continue yeah. your. 
But yeah, so it, it's listen. If you're if if you're watching this and you watch college football, Notre Dame is going to do well. They might go undefeated, but they're not. They're not that great. The coaching's not that great. They they don't have nearly as many five star players as <laughs> you know the big SEC schools. So just they've been doing pretty good ever since he threatened to murder all of them, though. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's been saving secret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I always think that they're a little overvalued. I think that they're about yeah. as good. I mean, I think they're they're in the, roughly the right spot. I mean, it's hard, always hard to tell this early when they're not playing yeah, the exact same but team. It always comes. We're about two weeks away from them creeping up into like top five territory, probably, and then someone's going to get snubbed because Notre Dame got a chance. Then Notre Dame's going to get blown out by a team. Everyone's going to say, "Oh, well, so and so should have been there." Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> that that's that happens every year in college football. So, so I got a question for you: Is Penn State for real? There were, and here's my thoughts on it. I I re, I've watched Penn State now uh, three times this season. I like them. their wins. Are, in my opinion, the most impressive to me out of all the top five, Wisconsin and Auburn are two good wins against two very good football teams. Compared to Alabama's win against Miami, that's yeah. Miami was ranked at the time, but that was not a pretty win. Like not that wasn't a good Miami team. Now they did play a good Florida team. I think that I think Florida yeah, and Alabama will be the Florida. SEC championship. That is a solid win, but. It's Alabama, and they are rightfully number one. Uh, Uggas win versus Clemson, in my opinion, was not that impressive. Now that we've seen who Clemson is, they are bad. Georgia's win versus Clemson. Yeah, Uggas. Sorry, Auburn could not beat Clemson. No, I said Uggas. Yeah, <laughs> Uggas. Oh, okay. I thought you said Auburn. No, uh, um, in my opinion, Penn State should be number three over Oregon. An argument, a, a, a <clears throat> an argument that I'm not gonna make could be made for them being number two over Georgia. I don't think at this time that they deserve to be number two over Georgia. I think the top three should be Alabama, Georgia, Penn State. What are your thoughts on Penn State this year? Um, I Especially since you got to do in-person research on them. Yeah, honestly, I think that the in-person research has e- either. All right, so either Auburn is a lot better than they seem or Penn State is not as good as they seem in my mind. I... I think coaching is going to be their downfall. Uh, when James Franklin was at, at Vandy, I thought that he was a, a great football coach. I did not like his game his game plans for the two games that I got to watch of Penn State, the uh, Wisconsin game or the Auburn game. Oregon, that's that's a tough call. I mean, Oregon beat a beat an Ohio State team. Uh, putting 35 points up on them, dropped 40 in their last two games, one against Arizona. I, I It's hard to tell for, for Penn State. I think they got some talent, but I, I really just don't know who yeah. Auburn is. I think that – Do you think Auburn is a top 25 team? Should be a top yeah, 25 team? Yes, yes. I mean, I think they're a top 25 team, no doubt. But I don't think that they're – I mean, we're not going to be vying for any yeah. SEC championships or, or championships or anything like that. So do you think – this this week they got Indiana. I think that's a uh, – should be a, a – that should be an easy win for them. And then they've got number five, Iowa. That's going to be a good game. I think, yeah. they, I think they leave with a win with that. I'm looking at the rest of their schedule. I think they easily beat Ohio State. I think they they easily walk over Maryland. I think Michigan could be a really good game. I think they'll drop it uh, at Ohio State at the Horseshoe. You think so? I think that's where that's where the the run ends. Um, if they go through and they beat Iowa, 
Honestly, if they win their next three games, I'll change my tune. And whether they win or lose against Ohio State, I will say that they're for real. Uh, these three teams can traditionally stab you in the gut, for sure. I mean, Illinois, uh, I remember watching Juice Williams beat uh, Ohio State um, towards the end of a season one year. So if they can win these next three this is where your your money's made once you start getting into conference conference play. So I, I'll be interested to see. Um, it will make me honestly happy. I'm not. I'm not. I have nothing against Penn State. It'll be like, oh, okay, maybe Auburn is Auburn is better than we thought they were. They gave them a better game yeah. at night. I think you know. I, I did say that they would walk over Maryland. Honestly, I'm looking at Maryland's schedule, and they they're coming. I mean, currently they have a. Decent win at West Virginia. Obviously, they they're big sixty two nothing over Howard. They beat Illinois twenty seventeen, and they I mean right now they're four zero. They do play Iowa this week, and I think that that's you know they're, they're just outmatched by Iowa. But I think I, that is the thing about that conference. I think that there is no sure things a lot in that in that specific conference. You know, I've seen Maryland beat like a num- an unranked Maryland take it to a number four Texas two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing with with conference play is you know you you could get anything on any given week. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure about Ole Miss at number twelve. That's where I've got some some questions. Uh, I mean, maybe they are, maybe they're not. But um, in the CBS, uh, the AP poll, Penn State is is four right now. I think that's right. I think that that is correct. Um, Oregon above them, Georgia above them, Alabama above them. Um, Cincinnati being seven is interesting. Uh, playing uh, at Notre Dame. Um, so that'll be a good game, seven versus nine. Yeah, Ole Miss is, is intriguing to me uh, uh, all the way up there. I'm, I'm interested to see if Arkansas is for real. As well, yeah. I don't, I don't know about. I don't that. like Ole Miss up there only because they have not played a single conference game yet. Like I'm looking, I'm looking for their schedule. All I see is their <coughs> record. I, I'm not seeing their actual schedule. Um, who, they I, who are their impressive good wins against? Yeah, they played Louisville, Austin P, and uh, Austin P. I mean, Austin P. That's a big win. Tulane, and then they have Bama. Yeah, I mean, Ole Miss was was intriguing to me because what have you done? Yeah, I mean, so, I could maybe see an argument for 24, 25. But no, they. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Auburn. Like I, you know, I think Auburn's a top twenty-five team, but they haven't really done a lot either. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they they played a good game against Penn State that they lost. So yeah, what is Florida ranked? Uh, they were eleven. I do not right know. right now. They're ten. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we will we will see with the upcoming. Now now is where you kind of get into the meat and where you know it starts. Uh. All right, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to jump into our main topic. We got our Pacific Division preview. We're going to start it out with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, their 2020-2021 record: thirty-five, nineteen, and two with seventy-two points. They re, uh, finished second in the North. Lost four nothing to the Winnipeg Jets in the first round. They've gained Zach Hyman, Cody CC, Warren uh, Fogili, and Duncan Keith. Uh, their losses: uh, Dmitry Kulikov, Ethan Bear, and Adam Larson. Uh, and you know, listen, McJesus and Drysidle. That's all we really have to say about them offensively. Um, yeah, as long as long as we're talking regular season, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are there are some concerns. Uh, their defense looks iffy. 
Uh, Nurse is a really good all-around blue liner. Duncan Keith, Tyson Berry, Cody Cece as the possible three other members of their top four. Barry is a great offensive defenseman, but doesn't help much defensively. Um, and McDavid and Dreisaitl were actually better when Tyson Berry was off the ice when you look at it, the advanced stats. So you don't – obviously, <coughs> your, your bread and butter is making sure those guys can perform well. And I think that their defense is going to be the, the, the X factor this season for them. The X factor meaning it's a, va- like a very good, high variable. Very, and I, okay, I, yeah, very, it's a variable, okay. and I, I mean, I, I don't think their defense is going to be good. Like the negative X factor, yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did not see this mentioned. Is is not? Uh, yeah, Clef Bomb is supposed to be out for a while. Is that not accurate? Uh, I guess I did not see that when I wrote this up. Yeah, I, I didn't see it mentioned by you. I think. Oscar Clefbaum being out is going to be tough for them. I And, I mean, it really plays right into what you thought was going to be the X factor. Um, you did not put on here an outlook. I think that we probably both agree yeah. that they're pretty much a lock in that Pacific division to get one I of those be, three spots. I would be highly surprised if they missed the playoffs, and that would blow a lot of people's minds. I actually forgot to put the outlook for any of these teams. But okay. yeah, I uh, we can just talk about yeah, the outlook. I mean, I, you don't have to write it down. I believe you. No, <laughs> uh, no. I'm, I, there are a lot of playoffs. Uh, depending on their matchup, I could see them making it to the second round. You know, especially with this new divisional. Uh, you know, if they're playing someone interdivisional, then or uh, then I think they make it through the second round. They get bombed if they have to play a wild card from the central. Then I think they get bumped in the first round. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure about how far in the playoffs. I think again, it'll. Uh, I agree with you. It'll depend on matchup, but uh, but I'm, I'm I keep going back to it because I I truly believe it. X factor is going to be that that defense. How's it play? Uh, Duncan Keith is, is it going to be worth it? Which we have talked about, and I think that it potentially will be just for that leadership that he's going to provide. They've got a lot of hurdles to to jump over though. Uh, but I I think it's. I, I agree. I think they're pretty much locked in for that that number two spot in the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks uh, last season, seventeen thirty and nine, with forty three points, eighth in the West, did not make the playoffs. Uh, significant gains, none. Significant losses, none. While uh, John Gibson wasn't great last season with a nine nineteen and seven record, two point nine eight goals against average, and a nine oh three save percentage in thirty five games, he had a bad team in front of him. Um. Uh, Trevor Zegras could be promising um, concerns. Unless the Ducks make a big trade, they will likely be one of the worst teams in, uh, this next season. They yeah. are just really, uh, really hanging on to that rebuild. Aren't yeah, they? not really, not really doing much um, at all. Fantasy wise, not a whole lot at all. Unless you have a situation in which your team, which your league does not take into account save percentage and win percentage uh, and only saves, you know, I might think I might take, <laughs> give Gibson a look at that point, yeah. but um, I do. I love that you threw out, threw my boy out on here. Max, Max come So in case you didn't know, that's yeah. how it's, uh, how actually, it's pronounced. I forgot to actually read that. Yeah. Uh, uh, their lack of offense. It, it's encouraging that Max come uh scored 16 goals and 33 points in 55 contests, but he had the most goals in that team last season. That's not great. No, it is not. <laughs> No, it is not at all. Um, 
I mean, for him to say, I got a scoring scoring title last season in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just don't mention that part. Like, I was a, I was a goal leader in the NHL for my team. No big deal. I'm like, I, I, I'll tell you who really needs to step up this year, though. Ricky Racks, no question. Ricky Raquel needs to. I was trying to think of his name, and for some reason, I kept saying Ricky Fowler. Like that's not that's a. I was, I was mixing Same Cam difference. Fowler and Ricky Fowler. Who Ricky he, Fowler is a golfer? Ricky I think. Fa- yeah, he is. <laughs> Ricky Fowler played about as well for the Anaheim Ducks as Ricky Raquel did. That is a guy. He's 28 years old. That they really need to step up. I mean, we're talking about a guy that has 311 points in 499 career games played. I mean. Last year, he played 52 games and had nine goals and 19 assists, 28 points. That's not, that's, I mean, that's a guy that if he steps up to where people think he should be, this is a guy you can steal in drafts, but I'm not willing to go. I I mean, you know, maybe a last stitch bench spot or something, you know, late round kind of guy. I am, I am going to be massively avoiding this team unless they make completely different strides in which I'm going to be okay grabbing grabbing folks off yeah. of the waiver wire there. I mean, maybe in a <clears throat> maybe in a keeper league if you can get Zgrass. I mean, maybe. Or in a dynasty league you grab him, but maybe. What's your outlook this season? Uh, I'm going to say last place in the division. Okay. I think they do not make the playoffs either. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, uh, on to the Seattle Kraken. Uh, last season, they went zero, zero, and zero, winning a hundred percent of their point, uh, po- their possible points. I love your significant gains, though. <laughs> they gained a team. <laughs> um, their losses technically uh, Vitek Vanacek, given that they took him in the expansion draft and then traded him back to Washington. Uh, so it seems got- interesting that Washington didn't just be like, "Hey, we'll just trade you this <laughs> to not take anything." Like <laughs> weird, but. Uh- uh, uh, so it is Seattle, yeah, though. they yeah. are weird folk. Yeah. Uh, so they've got six foot three Adam Larson, six foot four Hayden Flurry, six foot five Carson Susie, and six foot seven Jamie Oleksiak. Um, those are big D guys, and they are pretty good at their job. Um, they're also good at defense. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, being backed up by Grubauer and Dreider uh, should make the Kraken hard to score against. Sh- should be a physical, conservative play style team. Concerns, obviously. Devoid of skilled forwards and no guarantee that they'll find a William Carlson or Jonathan Marshall, so player like Vegas did. They they will not in my mind. And now I'm gonna go back to is it is it is it Dreiger or Dreiger? Dreiger. Oh no, man, you're the one who Dreiger. always says don't question when I say names. Dreiger. Well, I'm gonna question <laughs> it when you say it. I it's you don't question yourself. Yeah, I mean you, you didn't shouldn't. you didn't question it when I when I clearly butchered a name early on uh, when I said uh, Fogili. Warren Fogili, Warren Fogel. Because first of all, that is better. You've you've made it. You've made the name better. So why would I question that? Fogili, okay, must be Italian. All right. No, I yeah. A lot of they have they have some guys. I would be interested to see what a guy like Yarncroak can do. I mean, a guy that we're much more familiar with. Um, and talked and talked to uh a lot about their their defense and not a single mention of the former Flames captain, Mark Giordano, uh, which I'm interested to see uh, play there for sure. I'm in, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I don't think, and now this is exactly what we said when Vegas was brought in. I just don't see a lot for them. Long-term, it's, it is a different team, as you said. They don't have that 
potential guy like William Carlson or uh, Jonathan Marcheseau that that can lead that team, which can can make it hard. But it also, this is not a great division, and yeah, I do, I do not think, and that's why I'm saying. <clears throat> They're a playoff team. Okay. I think, I think by okay. technical standards, they, they make the playoffs. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, which is the only thing that matters yeah. here. Is, is I, whether or not, I, I think that they're out the first round kind of team, but I think in, they, in any other division, they are not a playoff team. Not even close. Yeah, I mean, this team, I would not be surprised to like see I'm them going down into this list, a third they, spot. They beat Anaheim. They don't beat uh, the Oilers. They beat the Sharks. They, I don't think they beat the Kings. They, and I think they. Well, got, they don't. So you're. So, I think so they take third place uh, between. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Vegas? Oilers, Vegas, uh, Seattle. Okay, so so you you do think they'll King, beat the Kings? Yeah, sorry, okay. that's what I was gonna say. And so I think the Kings might take a wild card, just depending on the mm, point. You know? No, there's no way in my mind. I mean, yeah, absolutely. At the end of the season, I'll be eating my words. <laughs> but like right now, I yeah. think it's two I two think, central yeah, teams or wild yeah, card. I think it's just it, it's it. There is so much uh, parity in this league sometimes that it's hard to say who's sure. going to be the wild card in sure. the Pacific and like it because it could come down to one point. I think we've all, I think injuries we, happen. I think we always talk about this commercial. It was that uh, that NFL commercial, and it was the season after. And name one name one t- uh, division better than the AFC East, and it's when like the nine and nine and seven Patriots went. <laughs> so, like it was like a really yeah. bad. So I mean, yeah. That can absolutely happen, but if we don't sit here and talk with confidence in what we're yeah. willing to uh, put forth, yeah, I just don't think I just don't see them as a, as a playoff team. Now, I and think, I don't I, see any. I wild think cards. I think them and the Kings will be competitive for that third spot. I think that's I do the, too. Their only competition for that third spot. I do too. And I mean, it could come down to the last couple games of the season. I don't think either of those two teams are getting that last spot. You think though. Vancouver? Or Cal- I think Vancouver or Calgary are, are one of those two are going to slide into those okay. spots. Well, uh, we're going to move my on. Mind. Yeah, we're going to move on to the uh, San Jose Sharks, uh, twenty-one, twenty-eight, and seven with forty-nine points last season. The league has said there's no proof that Evander Kane bet on his own team. I will say though, as I was getting out of my car to come in here today, I did get an alert that there has been some new updates. Okay, so Evander- it's changed, but no, but it, ha- it has to do with him violating another a different rule, different policy. I think he. I think he. I think he. Uh, Violated a COVID protocol or some something, uh, just you know he's he's just he's got a checklist of protocols. He's sure, got. he's yeah. got. I mean, if you don't break a certain amount of rules in a week, you know, I mean, there's a lot of team, a lot of guys that are saying they're not coming back to this roster. Do you think yeah. that's accurate? Do you think that? What do you think that the Sharks will do about it? Um, I don't know. Maybe move to Houston. <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> the Houston Sharks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, result. Uh, they were finished seventh in the West. They did not make the playoffs last season. Their gains: Nick Benino, James Reimer, and Aiden Hill. Uh, losses: Technically, Marvin Jones leaving counts as a loss. Martin. Uh, you said Mar- Marvin. Martin Jones. I don't know why he is left. He's left <laughs> playing football in Jacksonville. He's <laughs> he's playing goalie for the Shark. Can't be much worse though. If we're being fact, honest, an improvement. If we're being honest, I don't know. I like Aiden Hill. I think. That oh, I do. Oh, I like James Reimer and Aiden Hill. I'm actually. Uh, I've got a little bit about that. Um, Jones leaving could be a plus. Uh, three point. A three point zero four goals against average and eight nine six save percentage in one hundred and thirty seven contests over the last three seasons with Reimer and Hill. Their goaltending went from a concern and, in my opinion, now to a positive. Um, they've got so- not not all star but solid goaltenders for a team that needs something. 
Um, concerns, not much else is good for them. 25th offensively last season with 2.61 goals per game. I was going to say goals is what yeah. they need. <laughs> and their best forward may never play again on ice. He'll get plenty of playtime off the ice in Vegas. But um, <laughs> And the, this is my opinion, the biggest issue with them. They've got huge contracts that are not being lived up to. No. Brent Burns, 36 years old with a, a four-year, $8 million cap hit remaining. Mark Edouard Vlasic. Vlasic. Uh, Vlasic, I guess I misspelled that. Uh, 34, uh, five years at $7 million cap hit remaining. And Eric Carlson, 31, seven years at $11.5 million cap hit remaining. <laughs> None of those guys are performing anywhere near. And that <sighs> Eric Carlson makes me sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least that was... At least the Eric Carlson thing was like, okay, well, I mean, you swung and you missed. I just do not understand the $7 million classic hit if we're being completely honest they're just not yeah i mean this has been their problem for years i mean for years the past few years is they got all their money tied up they're trying to rebuild but how do you rebuild you can't rebuild when you got most of your money tied up in three guys on but behind the blue line <laughs> you know the blue liners is where all your money's at and, and a guy that could be great, could have been great in this league. And Evander Kane, like him or hate him, he was a good hockey player. And now, all the problems surrounding him, uh, I don't know if you gave your outlook. My outlook is not making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at his now and his new allegations. The NHL said last week that they cleared Evander Kane of allegations he'd gambled. But it revealed that there's two new inquiries uh, that have that that's that stems from that in, uh, investigation. So you know he's like, yeah, oh, uh, he's like, dude, I'm good. Honestly, though, the gambling thing is, you know, that was that was gonna hang over his head. For I sure. think it still will. Honestly, I think that that makes the league look bad, and so it's kind of the thing that they, if it's not like public knowledge, they're gonna try and brush under. Well, I'm saying if if they prove that he gambled, they could just kick him out forever, yeah. and it would be no problem, no question, yeah. nobody would argue um, it. But, so I mean, now, COVID protocol. Yeah, the first one is serious accusations relating to his past behavior toward Mrs. Kane or Miss Kane, and the other involved allegations of inappropriate behavior, potentially be. jeopardizing the health and safety of club members. It, it is it is his wife? Uh, they're going through a divorce. Well, okay. well, well. I think, and I think the divorce. They, I think she's I think still recent, a missus. And so here's the thing: it says the divorce played out very publicly. I think the divorce is now done. I think it had. Just, so she's just still Kane, though. I think she kept the last name for their kid. But that's gotcha. about it. But yeah, well, is, he, is their kid? Is their kid done? Is he going to be confused? If she know. changes her name later. Or? Who knows? Well, hopefully she doesn't get married again. This kid is going to be all kinds of screwed up. He's like, who are you? <laughs> just hyphen it. <laughs> <laughs> but do the triple hyphen with their maiden name. Yeah. Uh, serious accusation levied by both parties toward each other. Uh, according to multiple sources, the second investigation involves a possible violation of COVID protocols. Um, the possible violation being investigated is unknown at this time. But uh, Evander Kane said uh, during his last uh, meeting with the league that whatever he Whatever he, that he is in trouble for, he doesn't he, he doesn't know what the allegation is, but he didn't do it, which is, to me, not something you should say in that way. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I 100% did not do that. I was like, oh, the allegation was you went outside to save a kitten out of a tree without a mask on? My lawyer says I did not do it. D didn't. Did not. I got. I, I got, have no money. My I lawyer a, is. I have a rep. This is just a guy. <laughs> yeah. I have a reputation to uphold. I did not save any kittens without a mask yeah. on. 
I saw or any kittens at all. Yeah, I killed a kitten last week. Oh, they, they, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> the guy's like, I'm not even a lawyer. I just played in my cousin Vinny. I'm just an actor. I'm just a guy. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on uh, to the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, last season, 21, 28, and a seven uh, with 49 points. Uh, significant gains: Philip Deneau, Alexander Edler, and Victor Arvidsson. Losses: None. Uh, promising young talent. Uh, forwards Quinton Byfield and Alex Turcotte might both make significant impacts this season as rookies. Defenseman Tobias uh, Bjornfoot and uh, Mickey Anderson both earned roles with the Kings last season, with Anderson ending up on top pairing. And that duo should continue the development. Lots of good talent in the farm system. A rebuild done right. The future is bright for this team. Um, there are con- concerns. Uh, 27th in the league in 2021 with 2.54 goals per game. If the young talent does not perform, then they'll be bottom of the league. Kopitar is 34 years old, and Dustin Brown will turn 39. So don't count on them to lead this offense uh, as far as point-wise. I disagree. I'm always a big Kopitar guy. I think that he is going to uh, going to be a leader on this young team. Yeah, I think he'll be a leader in the locker room. But I think on the ice, I think that his his best days are well behind him. I, I, I don't ah No. Nah. I mean, we're talking about a guy that recently won the Selkie a year or two ago, Maybe. was in the Hart, Hart Trophy race. I think that um, with, with the guys that he has around him right now, I'm, I like I like this roster a whole lot. They've done the, they've done a, a correct. I guess the way I'm looking at it is I'm playing off of the fact if the young, if, if the young talent steps up, Kopitar can play his game. If the young talent does not step up, then he putting too much well, on him. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so that's what, that's more where I'm coming from here. Yeah. And I think that, that, um, and Davey has talked about this quite a bit. Cal Peterson is going to be yeah, uh, like going to be a, a great goalie. I, I like this team. I think they. I think they. Now thinking on it, man, that's tough. I really like this roster. Yeah. Like looking now over it again. I, I, I now after thinking about it, I I, I think that remembering Cal Peterson, I think I go back and I amend my Seattle making it. I think Kings make it in that third spot. And I think that Seattle just misses it. They'll need a wild card. And I don't think they get that wild card. I still can't just throw the flames and, and the Canucks under the bus, but I think this will be a three. I think this will be a three way race right here. And I'm much more leaning towards the flames than I am the, uh, but looking at this roster, no, I'm 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 with you. Let's go Kings third spot for me as well. Okay. Uh Las Vegas, the Golden Knights. Uh last season 40, 14 and 2 uh with 82 points, second in the West, lost 4-2 to the Canadians in the semifinals. Their significant gains, uh Laurent Brossois, Evgeny Dadinov and Nolan Patrick. Their losses, Mark Andre Fleury, Cody Glass, uh I and I think that's it. I think I accidentally copied that course. Uh between Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, William Carlson, Chandler Stevenson, and Alex Tuck. The Knights were not on the lookout for offensive death, yet they uh, got Evgeny Dadnov and Nolan Patrick. Both of them are risky, but could pay off. Um, I think perfect fits for their roster. Yeah, though. perfect fits. Uh, you know, they've had been they've been lackluster the last couple of years, but maybe with some you know some new teammates, some new lines. Their concerns for me, honestly, there's no glaring weaknesses on this team other than they've just got to get past the hump of the playoffs. And they don't they- have a they don't have a, a a number one center in my mind. Yeah, that is that is, and I mean, if we're, we're we got a nitpick, yeah, right? yeah, we're trying to nitpick here. They just they don't have that guy that can just take over a game. Yeah. In my opinion, they have great players and great team, 
and you had made the comment. I think Patch Ruddy was supposed to be that guy uh, who takes over the game, but he hasn't. Yeah, been well, that it's guy usually yet. better to have that as that guy as your center. So I mean, he's controlling yeah. more uh, of the. I mean, Mark Stone and, and Patch Reddy have been great as wingers. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a great team that I'm, again, I'm being very nitpicky with my my critiques of it. But I think Dadnoff is going to be a great addition because it's exactly what everybody has said about every player that has gone to Vegas. They've underperformed. They've not done well. And it's so it's a team. It's like an island of misfit great players that tend to play well. And so I think that was a great ad. I think. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, they're it, number number one in the yeah. in the division, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. no and question. Either though they, um, you know, they they lost the Vesna winner. I think Robin Leonard is a very solid goaltender. And well, we'll second be- place in the Vesna. Wow. I've changed it up. In oh, in your mind, uh, in your yeah. head cannon. Yeah, exactly. Dude <laughs> uh, had a great season, but he yeah. was second in the best. So. <laughs> uh, you heard it here, folks. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks last season twenty three, twenty nine, and four. Uh, 50 points, seventh in the North, did not make the playoffs. Significant gains, Yaroslav Halak, Connor Garland, Oliver ekman Larson, and Jason Dickinson. Uh, significant losses, Alexander Edler, Braden Holtby, Nate Schmidt, uh, Luau Erickson. Uh, ranked 24th offensively with 2.64 goals per game last season, but even still their top two lines look like their biggest asset. Pedersen should be back from injury and be a big boon for them. Ekman Larson could be a huge, but it comes with risk considering his defensive struggles lately. Concerns, their blue line is still up in the air, and I think that's their biggest question there in, in the, on that team. I'm a great write-up for sure. I'm very intrigued that you didn't start a new column for just losses and put Holt being that, because I don't know if that's a significant loss. <laughs> <laughs> um, Halak, great, great, great get. Uh, Garland, great get. Uh, I, I agree with your your commentary on on Ekman Larson. I think he'll be a great ad. I do not like the losing of of Edler for them. That is that has been a good mainstay piece on the, on their uh, blue line for sure. Everything that I said earlier about you know Vancouver potentially being in that that running for a playoff spot hinges on on Pedersen in my mind. I mean, if Pedersen's not healthy, then I, I don't even think they're in that, in that contention, obviously, as we saw last year, Brock Besser, they need a good year from him, man. He was, he was supposed to be that guy. And, uh, he just really wasn't last year, uh, which was, which was concerning. I think Halak is a, is a great goalie though. I think that's going to be a, a great ad for them. I'm, I think obviously, as we've said, I think missed the playoffs because I don't think they're getting in a wild card spot, and and Kings are looking strong right now to me. So. All right, Calgary Flames rounding out the division. Uh, last season, twenty six, twenty seven, and three with fifty five points, fifth in the North, did not make the playoffs. Significant gains: Blake Coleman and Nikita Zadarov. Uh, significant losses: Mark Giordano. Um, amazing Ford core with Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Lindholm, uh, Matthew Chuck. Hopefully, Monahan can bounce back. Concern, defensive death is an issue. Giordano is gone, and can Noah uh, Hannafin, Rasmus Anderson, uh, Chris Tenev, and the newly acquired Nikita Zara step up to fill that hole that he's leaving? Uh, yeah. I mean, losing Giordano right there, is a, that's a tough loss for, for that team, for sure. 
Blake Coleman, I think, has been a great add. But uh, I mean, you said it right there. One of the best top lines in the in the league with Lindholm, Gaudreau, and Chuck. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see how their defense holds up as well. This is my next choice. I would not be surprised if the Flames took that third spot from our Kings. You like how I did that? Mm. I called them our Kings. Nah. Um, <clears throat> I um. I'll be interested to see how their goaltending yeah. performs. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't expect much from the, from Calgary. I think they're going to be middle of the table in that division, and just you know, I think I think it's we're talking about we're going into the last couple of weeks, and it's a battle between them and the Kings yeah. for that for that fourth spot. Okay. I, I could see that. But all right, that wraps up the Pacific Division. Uh, next week we'll round uh, this series out with the Central Division. Uh, and then we go right into the regular season, and we will be giving you our games of the week and so much more. I'm super excited about it. Let's jump into what's snapping our stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, I know I teased it earlier in the show, but I have forgotten it, so I will probably have it for y'all next week while I'm editing it out. I'm sure I'll remember it once we get to the topic that we were that reminded me of it. Oh, so uh, but I remember funny. it had me heated. It was oh, it was it was a good guys. His his snit his stick literally laying over here on yeah. the ground. Let's snapped. just assume I said something really really good. And you oh. all agree with me, and y'all are just like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go donate to this podcast. Like, it was I'm, I'm pissed off for for bobby's greatness here uh but uh why don't you go first while i think yeah, of uh you Wonder just Place. tie yeah i mean if you if you necessary you tie in your recent so we got back from we decided to stay an extra extra day uh me and um and clay and julia and 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 hannah we all and obviously stephanie was there as well they got their room for an extra day. We paid for half of the room. Yeah, heck yeah, let's stay an extra day. Well, you know, we go out, we go to Pier Park, and we get drunk, and we go eat, and, you know, having a good time. We've been dollar beers at one place. It was sick. Yeah, I mean, a good night. Well, we go to the, at our hotel, there is a an attached tiki bar, and they do not pay us, so I will not be. <laughs> I will not be saying the name of this. And they have football on and, you know, there's a bunch of people at the bar and there's a, there's a drunk guy there. It's a bar. There's a drunk guy there. He's being loud about how he has, you know, he's been there all day and, you know, keeps yelling out his room number and 304. Yeah. I mean, you know, putting people's drinks on 304's tab or whatever. You know, I've been there. Hey, I've been that drunk guy. Well, he, you know, gets to talking to me and he offers to pay for my drinks. I'm like, hell yeah, obviously I want that. Well, not that I need it, but I mean, yeah, you're going to pay for my drinks. Hell yeah. He decides to, right as it's about to be paid, he was like, I mean, I guess it's on... The no, the bartender was like, "Do you want his drinks on you?" And he was like, "No, what? Like who? I don't even know who this is. Like, 
It's like, okay, well, like I had my money ready because I figured your, <laughs> your drunk, your drunkiness would, would do this. And he just starts jaw flapping or whatever. I was like, bro, I don't know what you're talking. Like you offered, like, I don't need your money 304 or whatever. And he's just jaw flapping more and more and more. And it circles back and I'm getting more drinks and he, you know, is still smack talking and, you know, I'm kind of ignoring him or whatever. Well, it circles back that he's now going to offer to buy these drinks. And I was like to the bartender, because at this point I'm locking it in. It's like, you heard him, didn't you? Yes. Everybody's heard him. He's, he's trying to start. Well, apparently I didn't hear this and he's probably lucky that I didn't. Not that I care because I was just there for to put money on 304's tab. He leans over to the other guy who he doesn't know. He's known for a while because he's been buying him drinks yeah. all night. But he leans over and my <clears throat> sister hears him say, you want to jump this guy? <laughs> what the? <laughs> like, uh, and the other guy's like, what? Like, no. <laughs> like, like, no, like you're wasted. Like, first of all, even if we did want to jump him, like this guy is is uh, not going to just let you jump. So I'm, I'm laughing at it because... Cause I, I said his room number. He's like, "How'd you know where my room number?" I was like, "Dude, I was like, dude, you've been screaming it." <laughs> like everybody at the bar was also on my side. Like, dude, you've just been yelling it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you even? The other guy's like, "No, like this dude has done nothing to you." And <laughs> so it was super funny. But like, what a joke, right? Like, oh be, for sure, be wasted drunk, no yeah, problem, listen. dude. Do you forget to you, you know offer to buy me beers? That was never yeah. the deal. But, dude, you're going to lean over and try to jump me? Like, I know what room you stay in. Between my years of working at bars and being many years in bars myself, old old dudes at bars just have come with the most high sense of privilege I've ever seen. It's because, well, and especially vacation bars, because that guy probably is not generally allowed to go by his wife. I would have to imagine that he has not told her how much he's putting on room 304. (laughs) What if he's not even in room 304? That's just somebody else's room. That would make a lot more sense. So, I mean, my, you know, my uh, Clay wanted to... Cause we told him they were not down there with us and he was going, he was like ready to go fight the dude. He's like, no, I'm just going to go see him in room 304. I was just going to go say what's up to him. I'm like, dude, no, it's like, it's really not that big of a deal. The guy clearly didn't do anything because I didn't drop him, dude. I would have dropped yeah. this old man. I've had many run-ins with uh, drunk old men at bars, and recently, actually, and I've told you about this. You know, I'm I'm at a bar with my wife and my mom, and we're we're watching the Washington game. I've got my hey, 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 hey. You're not just at any bar, bro. You're at Mayday well, Brewery. I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, let it known that there's like drunk, you know, old drunk guys there. It's just the one, right? Yeah, it wasn't it was like the a. One. That happen, can happen literally yeah. anywhere, yeah. okay? Yeah, you got to drop Mayday's name. Yeah. So we're at Mayday, having a great time, wonderful atmosphere, bingo. wonderful beer, bingo. And there's this one drunk old guy there, comes up and says something uh, about uh, the about football. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, haha, cool. And then he uh, says Washington's old football team name. And I'm like, well, it's actually Washington. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> It'll always be 
says the name again. I'm like, okay, well, he's like, got dementia, Bobby. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm like, well, I mean, it's 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 literally not. I mean, they 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 changed it. It's not like that's just like you know, I feel you. You can call it whatever you want because your day yeah. doesn't affect me. Like yeah. I don't and care what, what you I, think. I was like, yeah, I mean, you can call it whatever you want, but that's literally not their name. He's like, no. That and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it's not. And he's like, well, I should know. I'm a fan. As I'm wearing, yeah. do you think people just wear Ryan? You probably had your fit right. Yeah, you went in like within the last year. Yeah. Like you're not a Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. Yeah. Okay, like you. I mean, you are, but you're not yeah. like a. You wouldn't go and like if you look at Miami Dolphins. If you look at my closet of Washington jerseys, I've got Riggins. I've got. Adrian Peterson, I've got an RG3 and a like I have a very like I've got I'm clearly a fan of this team. Nobody yeah. bandwagons this team. Yeah. Not since the early 90s. Yeah, bro, like <laughs> I'm clearly, you know, I know that you were you were just now turning 75 in the early like, 90s and so, like but me, I brought a tablet to this bar so I could watch Washington play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he's like, "Well, I lived in Virginia for 3 years. I know what they're called." I'm like, and I think he thinks like, yeah, I I understand what they were called. I I, I hear this. They, it's like, it's like, they I, changed their name recently. This isn't like but a like f- I lived in the D.C. area for 13 years. This is like not a fundamental misunderstanding by me. This is not an opinionated. This is not I'm like, not oh, like, well, we can agree to disagree. Like, right. Like, I'm not. Yeah. This isn't like, a, you know, what should rules yeah. still be in play? And, you know, and then <laughs> and I'm not going to get too political with it. But then like we, my wife kind of calms the situation now. She kind of kicks me on the table and like she was like, all right, you're getting a little much. You're a little drunk, and we don't want to have to take the you know peel this guy off the off the off the pavement. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, right, I just go back to watch the game, ignoring them. And they're just talking about the TV situation because right previous to this, the uh, one of the waitresses came up and she said, oh, I completely forgot there was a Thursday night football on. I think next week we're going to start having all the games on. You know, get more. Yeah. T- we're, we're ordering more Obvious. TVs because right now the TV they have is for their menu. She said we're actually ordering TVs to have the football game on. Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks yeah. just to order the TVs. And so you know, he says, "Oh, I wish." I mean, we got to be making them boatloads yeah. of money. We got to get TV dollars rolling. Yeah, so the conversation moves on. And I'm co- and I'm fine now. This dude is. Yeah. But then he clearly wants to just start something because he's like, "Yeah, you know, they changed the name of my high school." And I'm just like I, I I'm like I've already understood what's happening. I know where this is going. I'm like they changed the name to your high school to it no longer exists. And he's <laughs> like it used to be named after the great American Robert E. Lee. Now it's named after some something else. I'm like, well, <laughs> he doesn't even know. I'm like, well, I mean, Robert. I mean, he's like, well, I mean, there's no, technically. I mean, not okay. an American, and he's like, right? and he's like, what? You don't like Robert E. Lee? Like, first off, a weird sentence to say to somebody. Just a weird, just what? Like, You're not a huge <laughs> Lee guy. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I was like, he killed. Also, a lot. not like a big Ulysses S. Grant guy <laughs> yeah. either. Like, take him or leave. I show him my tattoo that just says it has the face of Ulysses S. Grant. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I stand Grant. <laughs> and I'm like, huge well, Grant. And guy. I'm like, well, I mean, he killed a lot of Americans. And he's like, no, he didn't. He saved a lot of Americans. Lies. I'm like, and again, I wanted to be, and I wanted to go so much more, and I ended up saying, it's, and I'm I per- surrendering. Though. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, and so I say some things that like clearly piss him off, and I like just start making fun of Robert E. Lee, and he's like, he has this face like the audacity, but Orel, and so he's just like, and he looks around, and I just start watching, and like at this point, it's quiet, and he's like waiting for me to say something else. He's and like, I, he's like thought of his comeback. He's like, I'm ready, and I'm just like, okay, bye. And I, and he just walks away and he and he tries to give me the well I'm a regular here and I'm like oh, okay. okay okay bro like 
Like, I'm sure they wouldn't be happy if they found out you're harassing customers. Well, not only that, like you may be a regular here, but like, and you didn't even throw it back at him, like, bro, like, no. these people give me beer <laughs> to 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 tout to, to like tell people about, man. Like, I'm not trying to use that, like again, you know, it's like you so take your tucked in shirt and your high socks and your phone clip. Okay, <laughs> okay, Bobby. Now you're shoot. Now you're going below the waist. Okay, all trust, right. Trust me, his pants were way above the waist. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you're going, which means you had a big opportunity to hit it. But I'll tell you the opposite of snapping my stick today is this dope hat that I've got. That is a that dope is, hat. I've got it almost out of season. I only got to use it a little bit. It's like washable. You've it's got like a pool, a, dude. You can use it every day. Wow, well, it's, it's a waterproof hat. I know. Yeah. You maybe I'll just go out you and can throw wear it in the shower. You can. That's it. That's what it is right there. That's it's a shower it cap. Yeah. I'm. Uh, so this is opposite snapping my stick, bro. Right here. Yeah. This hat. So opposite snap my stick. And we are. Closing in on October, which means hockey season's beginning, which means we are back in the all-inclusive zone. And we are all, you know, we're swinging. We're, football's in mid-swing, dude. This is a great sports time of the year. Yeah, so I love this time of year. Let's get drunk. But, all right, Friday. guys, we will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.